Just explain it. A podcast where two guys explain things to each other. That they should know. But don't. I'm Jeff Sims. And I'm Evan Smith. What a brisk and fast introduction, Mr. Smith. Well, the clap was quick. It was. It? Yeah. And, I, and I clapped also in time. went a long way. As it always does. As it always does. Um, well this done. is the first time podcasting where I'm eating. I am eating as well. We're going face and eyes into a bit of popcorn. <laughs> a bit of gas station popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it sounds like. It's either like... What's the thing that's really like hot right now? Like a ASM or a ASRM or something? What? It's like a sound thing. So like it's videos that are like they get really close to the mic and you can sort of hear every sound. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. ASR yeah, 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 yeah. ASMR or maybe, something? Maybe, 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 maybe. There's like a guy from Newfoundland with yeah, 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 yeah. Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is his name Evan? I think so. Oh. Um but like it's like a whole thing. Yeah. Of like I a bunch of videos. season in uh, Trinity. Right. It's like the sound of a fire crackling or the sound of like mm. whatever. It's like, I wonder if there would be like the sound of popcorn. Catherine chewed. is at home cringing because she can hear us chew. I just like that at all. She hates it. Oh. And I chew with, it's not that I chew with my mouth open. I'm just a loud chewer. It's just been a day and we need a snacky snack. We're having a snacky snack and a drinky drink. And also it's late. We're a day late recording. It's late in the night. Yep. It's way later than we normally start. I'm late with my period. <laughs> not funny. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean yes. No, I'm not sure. For the viewers to decide, um, yeah, listeners, viewers, <laughs> what um, looking at. Do we need a new co-podcast host because of that comment? Who's to say? Probably, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say now. <laughs> I'm pretty just consumed with your menstruation. Uh, so this is episode 28, 28, baby. Evan, yep. I'm just gonna let you do that. Whatever. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we dive into a very interesting episode, I have uh, a correction. Okay. Uh, from a uh, friend of ours and a avid listener, Sabrina Roberts, who um, told me to watch my pronunciation of a country that I've pronounced incorrect on two separate episodes. Noise. Mm-hmm. Um, on the first time was when we were talking about it, I call it Tanzania. Uh-huh. And then when I went to do the... the Tanzania. Co- Tanzania. When I went to do the correction, because you're like, is that even a real country? And I'm like, yeah, where's it from? And then we we're like, it's in Africa. Uh-huh. Both times I call it Tan- Tanzania. I see. Tanzania. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the message just said, very politely, hi, Jeff, check your pronunciation. <laughs> I was like, you're an angel. She's like, yes, I love the podcast. I'm like, I'm glad. That's anyways. Funny. Also, fun fact, it's our champagne episode, or golden episode, it depends on what you want to call it. We are both 28 years old. This is oh, episode 28. Baby! You know? <laughs> Your champagne birthday was what? You, were, you nine. were nine. Yeah, see, I'm the longest you can take. I'm 31. I mean, I'm not now, but I will, like, my champagne birthday will be 31. What are we going to do? I don't know, but I'm excited because it's like 30 is a big one, and then like you're like, oh... Bummer. And I was like, nope, my next one's the biggest one I've been waiting for my whole life. Mm-hmm. Well, I was hoping that we could drink ch- champagne. Yes. Great. And let's. And we we'll shall. We'll start with mimosas, Ooh. and we'll continue through the night with champagne cocktails. How many cocktails are there with champagne? I had a few. We had a cocktail night the other night um, at a friend's house, and uh, I brought. I had this little book of cocktails. I don't know where it came from or who gave it to me. We gave it to you. Oh, you gave it to me. Yeah. The burgundy the one? the gin one. No, it's not the gin one. Oh. I have another one of just cocktails. Oh. Um... And anyway, I tried tried some out. Not great. Oh. Um, one of them was cool because it like did the whole like that. Remember the video explain we did where the things separate? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. one of those where like each thing is um, 
Layered. Yeah, like the densest thing stays on the bottom. Mm, um, like you. It, it was... <laughs> <laughs> but it was like four layers. And anyway, it was cool. It was like grenadine and chartreuse Ooh. and um, creme de menthe. Oh. And also um, cognac. Cognac. <laughs> cognac, I said. I'm saying cognac. Tanzania. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was cool, and we found out after like sipping it for five minutes that it tastes way better when you just shoot it. Because otherwise, all of the sweetness of the grenadine and the creme de mint, like oh, you're, you're basically yeah. you're sipping cognac and then you're sipping creme de mint. Oh, you that shoot sucks. it, it's like, oh yeah, all of the stuff together is great. Yeah. Uh, so we have a little fun episode for you. So we have a topic that we actually um, brought up when we made our very first list yes. of slain and topics. Before episode one dropped, we had a list of like... A dozen topics or yeah. two dozen topics. And I think we've done like three of them because the topics have been either so vague or so so specific yeah. that we couldn't possibly make episodes out of them. Yeah. Uh, but this one somehow made it to the list and we're finally about to explain it. And we are. Do it. Do it. I'm pumped. Got a mouthful of ma- pop. Wow. Mouthful well, of popcorn. Can we just call it mouth pop from now on? Mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not and say we didn't. No. Um, so similar to what I have in my hand right now, this episode is about nutrients. Can we just pause for a second? I just want to hear like, how much it sounds. Pause? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we can't eat on the podcast anymore. We're done that eating. That sounds horrible. I'm so sorry, Catherine. Oh man. That was the worst couple I of literally minutes. went, Jeff, let's just pause it so I can hear like how much of the... I can hear. And then we went bad. back five seconds, and all I could hear was, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's bad. So we so are so sorry. sorry. So that was 13 minutes of your life. You won't get back, but you will remember forever. And not because of the amazing story, but because of the accompaniment of, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't have to cut the story because it's inappropriate. We have to cut it because you can just hear, <laughs> in the it's background. just Evan just watching it with a mouthful of popcorn. But it's really good popcorn. It's fantastic popcorn. And you yeah. know what? I'm actually going to move the bowl, because I promise oh, yeah. we'll you we'll dive in. I'm yeah, going to yeah. dive yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Be right back. Thanks for entertaining the guest, Evan. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you were doing. I thought I you were doing some the popcorn. I know, but I thought you were doing a shtick, and I was like, I'll just wait. No. And I was like, and there's a slow the, pitch. And there's the sound of the there's the sound of the popcorn hitting the floor, and here's the sound of Jeff coming back up to the microphone. <laughs> his upper body just quietly brushing against the microphone as he ascends to his former position. <sighs> and we're back. Now, as we were saying, mm-hmm. uh, this episode is about nutrients. Yes. So, Mr. Smith, what is it that intrigues you about nutrients, and why were you looking for me to explain Well, I wasn't, I wasn't even referring to them as nutrients, but that's what they are. are they? Do you know what's really funny is what? that I sat down on my computer, and as I normally do to do my research, and I didn't even know where to start, because like I didn't know to what type to call in. them. Yeah. Literally, like what to physically yeah. Google. Like, I asked Jeff, I was like, tell me about like, the parts of food. I called it, I was like, the biological components that make matter in food. That's where I started. Right. And it uh, took me way too long to get where I needed to get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I just want to know, like, this has too many carbs. Oh, this has great protein. This has... Blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. All this is good. Mm-hmm. I know, like, here's the extent of what I know. Carbs are all right, but, like, people think they're really bad. And, like, but you need some carbs. Like, you can't just be like, I'm not going to have any carbs. 
Um, protein is good for you. And like, if you're going to work out, like you need extra protein cause it helps build muscle growth. But if you're just like sitting on your hole and eating a bunch of protein, it's not going to build any muscle. Obviously it's like something to do with what burns first. Anyway, I know nothing about it. Tell me about it. Clearly, right. clearly I know nothing. See, that was a slow burn. That was for leaving dead pan air. Let <laughs> you burn on that one. Um, so essential nutrients are compounds that the body can't make. Or can't make insufficient quantity. Right. So according to the World Health Organization, these nutrients must come from food. Mm-hmm. And they're vital for disease prevention, growth, and good health. Okay. Yeah. While there are many essential nutrients, they can be broken down into two categories. Macronutrients and micronutrients. I was going to guess micro. Yeah. yeah. You, you kind of had two options. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in this, I'm going to dive more so into the macronutrients. And when you get into the micronutrients, it's pretty straightforward. And when it's no longer straightforward, it is completely complex and, <laughs> and well above my pay grade. Right. Um, so there are six slash seven uh, main groups of essential micro and macronutrients. Okay. Uh, protein, like you said. Yeah. Carbohydrates, like you said. Fats, mm. vitamins, minerals, water, which is a little bit of a question mark of like, mm. but anyways, it's I a mean, nutrient. You, you survive and your body doesn't make it, so. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. It seemed that was your definition. By definition, yep. Yeah. And the one that's up for debate by many different articles uh, is fiber. Really? Yeah, because Wouldn't fiber is technically considered a carbohydrate. I see. But for some reason, they considered it here as a micronutrient. But it's, 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 little, it's not in the in the carbohydrate group. It's it a, is it's a, in the carbohydrate group. But a couple of articles that I read actually place it as a seventh okay. nutrient. But I, it's kind of up for debate, and I'm not willing to debate it. Okay. Uh, fiber is otherwise known as roughage, and I thought that was so funny. That I just wanted to say it because it, you know, creates roughage. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was waiting for. It creates, you know, roughage. Uh, Brian, uh, we're playing categories, and um, I hope it said roughage. <laughs> for fiber. That's not right, right? Uh, hey, 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 Brian. It's roughage for a micronutrient. <laughs> That's not right, right? <laughs> it's so dumb. Go to Family Guy, watch the episode, I don't know what it is, or just go on YouTube, where just type in, like, Stewie Plans Categories. Yeah. And it's not at all what we just did. But no. for years, we've been doing this impression of Stewie talking to Brian on the phone during categories. And it just has grown. It's clearly grown. Growing. Growing. Yeah. Hey, Brian, it's clearly growing. <laughs> So let's dive into some of these, shall we? Macro. Macro. So protein. Like you said, it's a very uh, integral part of uh, life. Sure. So protein pay- plays a critical role in your health. Just let me have it. It's From- like you commented to yourself. Yeah. Integral part of your life. Sure, Jeff. Why don't you go ahead and say that? It's yeah. <laughs> good. You don't need me. No, I don't need you at all. Uh, so it's a critical role in your health from helping you increase muscle mass and strengthening your bones to lowering blood pressure and improving sleep and brain health. Mm. Protein plays a role in just about every bodily function. To understand why you need protein, you first need to understand what protein is. Yes. Protein is a macronutrient required by the body in large amounts. Uh, it provides the body with energy or so-called calories. And is essential to building muscle mass, like you said before. When we say Protein builds muscle. 
What we really mean is the body breaks down protein into its amino acids. Okay. And those amino acids are synthesized into muscle. Amino acids, which are the building blocks of protein, are compounds that are responsible for a variety of bodily functions and processes, including uh, neurological process and muscle synthesis. Uh, 80% of muscle is made up of amino acids. Oh. When it comes to protein, there are 20 different amino acids uh, that make up each molecule of protein, and they are split into two categories, non-essential amino acids, and can you guess the other one, Evan? I'm going to go with, um, I thought I was come up with something funny. I'm not. It's essential, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. essential. Uh, essential workers, um, amino acids, EAA. Frontline acids. Frontline. <laughs> there we go. There, there we go. go. It, it came around. Okay, there all right. Go. We'll cut the first part where you <laughs> suck the honey tits. <laughs> it's been a long no, we gotta day. No, we've got to keep it to show improvement. That's true. Yeah. Home improvement. Uh Uh, Non-essential amino acids produced naturally by the body. Essential amino acids not produced naturally by the body and must be consumed through food or supplementation. It is important to understand the role amino acids play in protein because some amino acids are better than others when it comes to muscle health, which is critical for health and well-being. Right. Most animal sources of protein, such as meat, poultry, fish, eggs, and dairy, deliver all of the amino acids your body needs. Right. While a lot of plant-based protein sources, such as grains, beans, vegetables, and nuts, often lack one or more of the essential amino acids. Okay. Um, A startling 16% of the average person's body weight is from protein. Protein is used primarily for growth, health, and body maintenance. Most official nutrient, uh, sorry, nutritional organizations recommend a fairly modest protein intake. The dietary reference intake is 0.36 grams of protein per pound of body weight. Per day? Correct. Okay. That's just some facts about protein. Okay. Um, do you kind of understand protein a little bit? Yes. I mean, the further I dig deeper, deeper, uh, I know. the further we kind of lose. Yeah. I mean, yeah. again, it's like you could do a topic on protein. Yeah. It's like we'd all fall asleep. No, no. People spend their lives studying protein. Well, exactly. It's not just one episode, yeah. right? Um, it's not just... <laughs> Well, yeah, the thing that's like crazy is you, at one point you said something about like the protein molecules. And it's like, yeah, when I have a protein bar, like those, what are they called? The ones that we buy at Costco? Pure protein. Yeah. Um, like you take a bite out of that. Mm-hmm. It's like you There's... never think like how many molecules am I eating right now? Oh, but yeah. it's like that's messed up. That's like magic school bus level stuff. That's what I'm saying. We should be getting our research from the magic school. Like Miss Frizzle is a wealth of knowledge. Always. Always. Um, the fun part of this topic, let's play a little game I like to call Two Truths and a Lie. I love this game. Two Truths and a Lie, based around protein, yeah, I'm gonna try to trick Evan Smith, uh. It's True Truths and a Lie, the rap edition. (laughs) (laughs) Fact. Milk contains protein. Wait, 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 wait. Are you misleading me when you say fact? How about you let me friggin' finish the sentence? Are you gonna say fact three times and I have to tell you one of them isn't fact? How about you wait until I finish? Go on, Jeff. <laughs> Tiff just laughed at us. <laughs> where's, the pro- where's the popcorn? It's on the ground. <laughs> you don't need the popcorn. You just salt the protein. Is the protein in that? <laughs> no. Fact milk contains protein. God, this freaking computer. Ah. <sighs> Is that again. part of the fact? No, it's not. Oh, okay. The computer was like, you have to do an update. Oh, okay. 
Hmm. Fact, the computer needs to do an update. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> You're such an asshole. Why are you doing that? It's funny. I'm you always do a hand motion. But I'm trying to be like... I know what you're trying to do. You're yes. doing the Jeff Sims hand motion. Go on. Oh, God. Can anyone guess which hand motion I'm giving Evan? Uh, heart? <laughs> <laughs> Fact. Milk <laughs> contains protein. <laughs> if you played back every time you said a fact, it's identical. You could play them all at once and it would sound identical. Because I'm trying to make a sound clip so we can cut it. Mm, well. Now we can't. Who's in charge of cutting it? <laughs> this guy. Fact. Milk contains protein, a substance that helps promote muscle growth and regeneration. Milk also contains riboflavin, a substance that helps you communicate with small woodland creatures. <laughs> One, I used this sentence in my grade 12 graduation yearbook in my speech dedicated to my teachers and parents. Number two, this sentence appeared in a popular milk commercial. Three, this sentence was written and appeared in an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. What is the truth? And what is a lie? Oh my god, Jeff. Read the fact again. Like, read the sentence? Because you didn't hear it the first times? (laughs) Well, I heard, fact, milk contains protein. A substance that helps promote muscle growth and regeneration. Milk also contains riboflavin, a substance that helps you communicate with small woodland creatures. Riboflavin is a great word. Is a great word. So, three was SpongeBob. One was you writing something in your yearbook. Yeah, writing that. I used that sentence in my grade 12 graduation yearbook and speech dedicated to my teachers and parents. Okay, and what's the second one? uh, This sentence appeared in a, a popular milk commercial. I don't think it would be a milk commercial because I don't think they'd try and mislead because they'd be like, uh, no, people might think that's true. And then uh, SpongeBob. SpongeBob is what? Because it's two truths and a lie. Oh, shoot. I, I think the fall. Oh, right. Okay. Mm. Oh. Ooh. Then it's, it was in SpongeBob and that's why you used it. So the thing that's not true is the milk commercial. Incorrect. No. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, you were correct. I did use that sentence in my grade 12 yearbook. Not in SpongeBob. It, because it was in a milk commercial. Because it was in a milk commercial. Oh. And I found it just ridiculously funny. Why did you, who, who let you put a speech in your yearbook? Uh, we had 30 people graduating in, in our class. So everybody wrote a speech. So we, it wasn't necessarily, like, there was, the yearbook had 30 pages, and each person had a page. I see. And each person wrote a... So, like, it wasn't like when you put a little baby quote underneath your picture, because there's 6 million people in your class. For no. you, it was like, oh, we each get a page, here's a paragraph. Exactly. Right. So we each had a page, and, like, the whole page was bordered with pictures of us. I understand. And then you wrote a little speech. And everyone's just like, my favorite time at St. Bond's was... Right. And I just wrote a full page of time. Thomas foolery, right? Of every inside joke, of every non, and I re- I found it the other day, nice. and it is shocking. I will read it to you off the air. Excellent. Next, let's dive into carbohydrates. Yeah, please, sure. So carbohydrates. I wasn't sure what you wanted me to do there. No, anymore. I just wanted you to acknowledge them here. Okay, yeah, great. Um, are the sugars, starches, and fibers found in fruits, grains, vegetables, and milk products, though mm. often maligned? Maligned, maligned. In trendy diets, carbohydrates, one of the basic food groups, are important to a healthy diet. Right. 
Carbohydrates are necessary for a healthy body. Carbs fuel your body, especially your central nervous system and brain, and protect against disease. Carbohydrates are macronutrients, meaning they are one of the three main ways the body obtains energy or calories. Okay. They are called carbohydrates because at the chemical level, they contain carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. You know, carbohydrogen. <laughs> <laughs> that was like them sticking the three words and somehow got to carbohydrates. I was like, no. oh, okay. Yeah. So... Carbs provide fuel for the central nervous system and energy for working muscles. They also prevent protein from being used as an energy source and enable fat metabolism. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Also, carbohydrates are important for brain function. They are an influence on mood, memory, etc., as well as quick energy source. In fact, the RDA of carbohydrates is based on the amount of carbs the brain needs to function. What's the RDA? I had it written down, but now <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> and I was hoping you wouldn't ask me. <laughs> the RDA, the something daily something. Good. Great. Um... I'm not sure, actually, but I will tell you the the next little bit kind of talks about where the brain function comes into play. Okay. Uh, there, there is also said to be a link between carbs to decision making. Oh. In some studies, people who ate a high carbohydrate breakfast were less willing to share when playing the ultimatum game than those who ate high protein breakfasts. Scientists speculate um, that this may be caused by baseline dopamine levels, which are higher after eating carbohydrates. This doesn't mean carbs make you mean, but underscores how different types of food intake can actually affect cognition and behavior. Cool. Yeah. What a neat study. What a neat study indeed. So we're here chopping down on popcorn. It could be affecting the entire outcome of this entire podcast. It is, because people are going to turn it off for the first 10 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah when the general manager sits down and the producer goes over why our ratings have dropped so much, yes. we know why. Yeah. It's not a good excuse. No. Carbohydrates are classified as simple or complex, like me and you. Yeah. <laughs> Who's who? <laughs> the difference between the two forms is the chemical structure and how quickly the sugar is absorbed and digested. Absorbed. Absorbed. You said like you're Evan, Carol Chain. I can't have nothing here tonight. I'm Carol Channing. <laughs> how quickly the sugar is absorbed. <laughs> well, hello, Jolly. What Do you know who Carol Channing is? No. Oh, you God. Gotta stop. That's so good. Oh, God. Uh, generally speaking, <laughs> simple carbs are digested and absorbed more quickly and easily than complex ones. Simple carbs are also uh, in candy, soda, and syrups. However, these foods are made with processed and refined sugars and do not have vitamins, minerals, or fiber. Mm. They are called empty calories and can lead to weight gain. Complex carbohydrates uh, have three or more sugars they're often referred to as starchy foods include beans peas lentils peanuts popcorn popcorn i added that in. oh yes potatoes corn parsnips uh whole grain breads and cereal i mean popcorn's a type of corn jeff and pop potatoes but potatoes <laughs> boil them mash them stick them in a stew 
In the body, carbs break down into smaller <laughs> units of sugar, such as glucose and fructose. The small intestine absorbs these uh, smaller units, which then enter the bloodstream and travel to the liver. Uh, the liver converts all of these sugars into glucose, which is carried through... Oh, I just said that. Accompanied by insulin. Yeah, okay. And they are converted into energy for basic body functioning and physical activity. Your liver makes insulin? Uh, uh, I was your... No, gallbladder. No, the liver doesn't make it. Sorry, let me rephrase. And by rephrase, I mean let me reread the exact same sentence again. Okay. Because I screwed it up and I think it tripped us up. Okay. The small intestine absorbs these smaller units, which then enter the bloodstream and travel to the liver. The liver converts all of these sugars into glucose, which is carried through the bloodstream accompanied by insulin. Thank you. There we go. And converted into energy for basic body functioning and physical activity. Okay. If the glucose is not immediately needed for energy... The body can store up to 2,000 calories of it in the liver and skeletal muscles in the form of glycogen. Hmm. Uh, once glycogen stores are full, carbs are stored as fat. If you, ins- if you have insufficient carbohydrate intake or stores, the body will consume protein for fuel. Right. This is problematic. Because the body needs protein to make muscle. Using protein instead of carbohydrates for fuel also puts stress on the kidneys, leading to the passage of painful byproducts in the urine. Oh, <laughs> as in a stone? I would assume that's kind of what they're implying. Okay. Fiber is essential to digestion. Fibers promote healthy bowel movements and decrease the risk of chronic diseases such as uh, coronary heart disease, diabetes, um, and according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Oh, wait. That was a bad cadence. (laughs) I thought it might be. (laughs) According to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. However, unlike sugars and starches, fibers are not absorbed in the small intestine and are not converted to glucose. Instead, they pass into the large intestine, relatively intact, where they are converted to hydrogen and carbon dioxide and fatty acids. So, farts. It is recommended that people consume 14 grams of fiber for every 1,000 calories. Sources of fiber include fruits, grains, vegetables, and especially legumes. Legumes! <laughs> legumes. Recently, nutritionists have said that it's not the type of carbohydrates, but rather the carbs' glycemic index that's important. The glycemic index measures how quickly and how much a carbohydrate raises your blood sugar. Okay. High glycemic foods like pastries raise blood sugar highly and rapidly. Low glycemic foods raise it gently and to a lesser degree. Some research has linked high glycemic foods with diabetes, obesity, heart disease, and certain cancers. Yikes. Yikes indeed. Two truths and a lie. Okay. This one's less fun. Oh. Maybe. Here's Don't the same. preface it with that. Okay, fine. This one's the most fun! Yeah, I love the most fun. Number one. Some doctors and dietitians would recommend to indulge in some sugars slash carbs in the mornings, like maple syrup, etc. Number two, you should not eat carbs at night, particularly before you go to sleep. Number three, soda is the leading source of added sugars in the daily diet of young Americans. Ooh, they all sound true. They all could be. I could be... Two truths and a lie, yeah. I could be three truths and you're a dumbass. 
I could be three falses and I don't know the rules. Um, okay, so the first one is doctors recommending some sugars in the morning. To, to have a high intake, or to, sorry, the word is to indulge. Yeah, that sounds false. And the second one is don't have carbs before you go to bed. Yep. Which sounds true because your body can't break them down. And the third one is, uh, I think the soda thing is true because I think soda is like the leading thing of sugars. Uh, yeah, okay, I think the first one is false. First one's correct. You lured me in, didn't you, purposely? What do you mean? Well, the first one just seemed like the obvious false one. Oh, no, no, I apologize. No, no, no. The first one is true, as in it's correct, as in you are false. No, no, that, that was very misleading. You are incorrect in your answer. It is true. Some doctors and dietitians would actually recommend that if you were to indulge with certain sugars in the morning, yeah. your body is able to break them down and utilize them throughout the day, and it would actually curb a lot of cravings later in the um, afternoon and evening. Okay. So, so that's actually true. Okay. So then I was wrong. You were wrong. So what's the answer then? Oh, uh, the answer is <laughs> you should you should not eat carbs at night, particularly before sleep. That is false. Oh. So recent, like I don't really know when, but ages ago, we'll say people are saying don't eat carbs before you go to sleep because you're just sitting in your gut all night long. Right. But the reality is your body's still working throughout the night, and your body yes. can process it accordingly. There's actually no evidence not to eat before you go to bed. Great, because I do it every night. Every night. Now there's such thing as you know. But there's the evidence not to eat before you, when you go to bed is you'll get crumbs in the sheets. And it's <laughs> really annoying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, like, there's also, like, um, intermittent fasting and stuff like that where you eat, like, you eat within a 12-hour period or a 10-hour right. period, 8-hour yeah. period. So, like, that's different on how your body actually <clears throat> metabolizes the kinds of foods that you eat. Right. Um, but you can eat before you go to bed. Okay. So if you want. Moving on to fats. Yeah. Yeah. Fats often get a bad rap, but recent research has shown that healthy fats are an important part of your healthy diet. Avocado. Avocado. (laughs) (laughs) Fat supports many of your body's functions, such as vitamin and mineral absorption, blood clotting, building cells, and muscle movement. Or when you fall down and it doesn't hurt so much because your (laughs) arse is fat. Right? The di- yeah, the dietary guidelines for Americans trusted source recommended that 20 to 35% of your daily calories uh, come from fat. But the World Health Organization suggests keeping it just under the 30% mark. Okay. Unsaturated fats, which are liquid at room temperature, which is a disgusting fact, but I thought I'd bring it up. Unsaturated. Unsaturated. Okay. Um, so they're dry. Are considered beneficial. I thought you'd laugh. Are considered beneficial fats because they can improve blood cholesterol levels, <laughs> ease inflammation, stabilize heart rhythms, which you could have used once upon a time, and play a number of other beneficial roles. Okay. Unsaturated fats are predominantly found in foods from plants, such as vegetable oils, nuts, and seeds. Okay. So within the unsaturated fats, there are two types. There is monounsaturated fats and pa- stereo. <laughs> Sorry, I, th- I thought this like double guessing game was a continuous thing, a theme. No. Okay. No. Frontline. Uh, Essential. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> Mono and what? Poly. Unsaturated oh, fats. Oh, okay. Poly. Yeah, yeah. Like, like plural. Yeah. Mono and many. I would have got there eventually. Uh, maybe. Yeah. No. Uh, monounsaturated fats are found in high concentrations in olive, peanuts, and canola oils avocados, nuts such as almonds, 
hazelnuts, and pecans, <laughs> and seeds uh, such as pumpkins. It's pronounced pecans. It's called pecans. <laughs> Pecan sandy. And sesame seeds. <laughs> Polyunsaturated fats are found in high concentrations in sunflower, corn, soybean, and flax seed oils. Walnuts, uh, flax seeds, fish, canola oil. Though higher in monounsaturated fats, it's also a good source of polyunsaturated fats. Omega three fats, yes, are an important, important, sorry, part of polyunsaturated fat. The body, uh, sorry, all food containing fat have a mix of specific types of fats. Okay. Okay. So even healthy foods like chicken and nuts have small amounts of act- the bad stuff, the saturated fats. Right. Though much less than the amounts found in beef, cheese, ice cream, you know, all the good stuff. Yeah. Saturated fat is mainly found in animal foods, but a few plant foods are also high in saturated fats, such as coconut, coconut oil, palm oil, and uh, palm kernel oil, which is interesting. I didn't know palms had kernels. <laughs> I'm not sure I do that either. In the United States, the biggest source of saturated fat uh, in the diet are pizza and cheese, whole and reduced fat milk, butter and dairy desserts, meat products, sausage, bacon, beef, and hamburgers, cookies, and other grain-based desserts, a variety of mixed fast food dishes. Yeah. Isn't that just a delightful temptation? Well, when you said beef with cheese and ice cream, I was like, great. <laughs> like, giddy Medium oh. rare steak. A Philly cheese on top of it and ice cream on the side. Perfect. Mm -hmm. See you there. Bye. Yeah. Uh, Then we dip into trans fats. Right. Uh, So trans fatty acids, more commonly called trans fats, are made by heating liquid vegetable oils in the presence of hydrogen gas and a catalyst, a process called hydrogenation. Okay. Trans fats are the worst type of fat for the heart blood vessels, and rest of the body because they create inflammation, a reaction related to immunity, which has been implicated in heart disease, stroke, diabetes, and other chronic conditions. And they contribute to insulin resistance. You see these kinds of trans fats in all major popular um, fast foods and all of the kind of gross, disgusting foods that Everyone tells you not to eat. Right. A lot of countries right now are actually trying to put in legislation to ban trans fats from foods. You see it a lot in deep fried stuff. So, so like just ban deep fried food in general. Not necessarily ban deep fried food, but ban how they are incorporating trans fats into foods. So like, like there's pur- a- purposely or like through the through the way that they currently are making the food, there are trans fats. There's a way to make them without trans fats involved. Like, can I have a matzo stick that doesn't have trans fat in it? Uh, I'm sorry, buddy. I don't think so. Right. I, I, so so I then do they want answer. to ban matzo sticks? I don't have that answer. Okay. Um, because that would be, no. I, I, I want matzo sticks. As do I. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's my question. Like, is there a way to do it not have trans fats, but they're like, well, it's cheaper and easier to do it with trans fats? I'm not sure. I don't have that answer. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of those main kind of ones. So saturated not is, is good. Un, or sorry, unsaturated, good. Yep. Saturated, not so good. Trans, real bad. Exactly. Okay. And then, obviously, similar to the other two that I mentioned, you can dive deep into each one of those, figure out how yeah. it works, and all that kind of fun stuff. Okay. Let's play Two Truths and a Lie. Please. One, margarine is better for you than butter. Two, as of 2015, 61% of Canadians are considered obese. Number three. Avocados are 77% fat. 
by, cal- by calories, making them even higher in fat than most animal foods. Uh, I think two is a lie. Incorrect. 61% Jeff. Now, here's some. It sounds like a really, really high number. But it's the weird, the BMI thing. It's a BMI thing, and Canada standards are very irrational. I see. By Canada standards, you and I are both alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. I cry. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, then, what was the false? Margarine is better for you than butter. Oh, I knew that was false. Then why didn't you say that? that I don't know. I was thinking butter was better than margarine was the fact. Yeah, okay. No. No. So years ago, everybody was saying that margarine... No, margarine margarine is plastic. Yeah, people were saying that margarine was better than butter because they thought butter was bad for you. Butter is bad for you, but not in terms of like artificial food. No, if you're comparing, you know... Butter to margarine. Butter is better. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. In like, terms of fats involved in the processing yeah, of that yeah. thing. Um, Would you rather get shot in the head or shot in the foot? Foot, please. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's close enough. Well, you, I mean, uh, so many people tell me the story of like, not like it wasn't that long ago, but before our time, they'd get the thing of margarine yeah. and you'd get the coloring powder with it. Yep. It would be like translucent. <laughs> And you'd have to get the powder, and, you, and the, the kids would have fun stirring up the powder, and so you get the color. Yeah. Like, that is the is the red flag. Okay, so you realize what you just described, the modern-day version. Craft dinner. I don't eat craft dinner. Of course you don't. <laughs> Asshole. I mean, probably once a year, I go hard on a box of craft dinner we we did it a couple of times there was one there was one time we had craft dinner and then we cut up little hot dog weenies mm-hmm. oh it was a great time yeah yeah i um yeah when when craft dinner goes on for 99 cents and i'm at the grocery store I'll you mean buy all two, the time i'll buy yeah i'll buy two boxes and i'll like and then hide them away in the, the cupboard hide them away and then yeah. one day we go oh, it's always winter yeah it's always winter you're always cold. winter you're cold it's a snow day yeah you got a movie on oh yeah you're kind of drunk it's already 1 p.m yeah i'm not an alcoholic <laughs> but then <laughs> and you're like i just want some bullshit yeah and i don't want to work hard for it either i want to no. put noodles in a pot boil them put and in then, a powder yeah and just and microwave s- the wieners stir it up yep yeah oh yeah yeah that is life yep Welcome to the Rock and Island. <laughs> um, so that kind of includes all of, uh, like I said, the three major macronutrients. So protein, okay. carbohydrates, and fats. Great. So if you ever hear people who are like super, super hardcore at the gym and dieting and trying to do this, they always say, oh, I'm counting my macros. So they're. Oh. So what that means is they're counting the. That co- means is that they're an asshole. Exactly. <laughs> what, if I heard someone say I'm counting my macros, I'd go, great, count them somewhere else, you nutting. <laughs> But that's what they're doing. They're counting the caloric intake and yeah. they're rationing it based on how much protein they should be having versus right. how much because carbohydrates it's, it's, and how much fat because they are the main, yeah. we'll call it. But they're dependent on each other. Like your caloric intake is dependent on how much protein you have or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like let's say just for even numbers, like you have to you have 3,000 calories to eat that day. Yeah. You're counting out out of those 3,000 calories, 1,000 is protein, 1,000 is carbs, right. 1, 000, so on, whatever those yeah. numbers look like. The other ones like vitamins, minerals, like those kinds of things, like we can go through all the vitamins A, B12, B6. But they're all good. They're all – well, some are great. Some are not so great. And some are you need a lot of and some you don't need some of, no, right? No, like are, there are no vitamins that are bad for you, are there? 
in in high concentrations absolutely yeah but like how would you get them in high concentrations by taking supplements or by doing too many things you can actually like get very sick from too much vitamin c oh yeah i think just peed it out yeah you can turn orange and get sick oh yeah okay uh vitamin d as well yep can actually kind of make if like way too much can make you sick Right. All of them can technically. Some of them absolutely right. you can just kind of dispose of, but right. some of them make you sick. Yeah, like okay. B twelve in particular. Like a lot of supplements will have like two to three thousand times right. the average um, daily intake. Right. Um, some people take it for for certain reasons, but like right. obviously too much is not great. No. Okay. But the majority of them, like you said, are good. Right. Yeah. Sure. So I hope you learned a lot, Evan. I did learn a lot. All right. And. Uh... The thing that I learned that made me the happiest is keep eating in bed, Evan. Don't worry about it. Well, the, the, the worst part about that is that at the end of a day, you are tired, you're cooking, and your decision-making, like your, your, your ability, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, your, 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 your what you're trying will. to say is I'm going to eat chips. You're going to eat shit in bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like if you're going to sit down and have like an avocado... And an apple. And I like a hummus cracker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> then like, giddy up. Right. But if you're going to sit down and eat a full pizza and then two bags of Tostitos, then like, yeah. no, don't no. eat at night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. That's why I always have an apple when I'm driving home from work. Because it stops me from being like, oh, I gotta go home and cook supper. Oh. And you're so tired that your ability to resist temptation, because you're tired, it's the same thing as like anything. I, I live my life in that state of tired. Well, like when I open the cupboard, I want the quickest thing I can put in my mouth that tastes the best. And it's like bullshit. Like today. I mean, well, that's, it's why I don't buy much bullshit. I was very tired leaving work. And I yeah. was, Catherine was like, what should I do with these two chicken breasts? And she's like, should I cook a mixed stir fry? I'm like, no, I want Big Mary. It's <laughs> Big Mary Monday. Did you have Big Mary? No, the lineup was too long. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I got shittier food. I got A&W. Oh, but that's what I mean. So normally I'll eat an apple on my drive right. home to stop me from doing right. that because I'm putting something in my body. It's energy. It's saying, right. no, Jeff, you don't need bullshit. Just get home. Yeah. See, I need – I mean my will is pretty good in terms of like not buying junk too much. Like, we usually have like one singular junk thing in the house. But like I will gravitate towards it. And, like right now, the singular junk thing in this house at this moment – Is that is bit it, of popcorn by my feet? Nope. It's a honking old thing of cheese whiz from Costco. And I will – Every time I go to have toast, now I'd be like, oh, I'd love to have a bit of toast cheese with on it. <laughs> We're like, just have the peanut butter or like whatever. It's yeah. like, no, now because the cheese whiz is there, mm-hmm. every time I'm hungry, I'm like, cheese whiz would be good. God, I should I should melt some, mix it up with some salsa, have it with nacho chips. That'd oh, be good geez, too. I don't have any bread. Oh, better go get the knife and just lick it right off the knife. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the thing I gravitate towards too over and over because that's the junk in the house. Yeah. If there was better junk in the house, I'd gravitate towards that. And the cheese whiz would be like caught in the lap, caught in the <laughs> Cut Nigel. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. And now, a word from our sponsors. Ho, ho, ho! Now, young Tim, what can Santa get you for Christmas this year? Well, Santa... I was hoping for a new PlayStation 5 and an iPhone 12. (laughs) Well, that's a tall order, Tiny Tim, for someone whose parents could only afford one crotch. Mm. But I do have an abundance of splaining t-shirts in various sizes, styles, and logos at... 
An affordable price. Oh, gee, mister. Do you really think I could get one? Oh, of course, Timothy. As long as you place an order before December 1st. The boys, <clears throat> elves, uh, are eager to get rid of them. It sounds like a win for everybody. Ho, ho, ho. Indeed it is. God bless us, everyone. Okay, so for some something completely different. Thump, thump, thump. <laughs> Jeff, your mouth is so full of popcorn right now. Stay away from the mic. I feel like Gollum. Stay away. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. So I'm covering the moon. <laughs> Just point blank. Full moon. It's blue moon. Yep. <laughs> um, so we covered the moon landing. And we did. Did we? Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we covered the, the fake non-sensory. Yeah, the, we can cover, yeah, it was a conspiracy theory moon landing-ish. Yeah. Um, we asked, Part of it was a send-in. Penny asked us to do full moons yeah. a while ago, which we sort of touched on as well with the whole werewolves thing. Yeah. Catherine is curious about tides and Isn't the moon. She? Um, or fascinated. I shouldn't say curious. She's fascinated. She was it. incredibly fascinated. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I'm, we're going to do a deep dive now into that big block of cheese with that, that giant old thing in the sky we all know and love. Earth's best friend. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the moon. Mr. Moon, thank you so much. <laughs> what would the, vo- the, the voice of the moon be? In uh, Moulin Rouge, the voice of the moon is like, I think it's like Domingo, what's his nibs? Um, Placebo Placido Domingo What's his name? <laughs> Placebo uh, It's the op- one of the three tenors Cinco de Mayo <laughs> One of the three tenors Not Pavarotti Not Who's the other one? Andre Borgelli? I don't know The other guy Is the voice of the moon In Moulin Rouge the movie Anyway um, Yeah Fun facts Fun facts The moon is Earth's Only natural satellite Meaning that the only thing that permanently revolves around the moon, or around the Earth, rather, that we didn't put there. Mm, except your salty ass. <laughs> You've got to get a timeout or something here tonight. I don't even know where that came from. a very low form of humor, Jeff. Uh, our moon is the fifth largest moon in our solar system. Did you know that? I thought it was not at One all. more time? It's the fifth largest moon in the solar system. Yeah. I was like, oh, our moon's probably pretty small. Uh, That's what she said. Uh, um, <laughs> Ganymede, Jupiter's largest moon, is the winner with a diameter of 5,268 kilometers. It's a little bigger than the planet Mercury. Bye. Close second is Saturn's largest, Titan, which is the most Earth-like heavenly body in our solar system. Okay. It's got mountains. It's got lakes. The lakes are made of methane, but still, hmm. they say in like the... Like liquid methane? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Anyway, I think so. Is liquid... Is methane... Can methane be liquid? I'm not sure. Either way. We well, said a lake. I did say a lake. It's yeah, a th- lake is defined as a body of water. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> hey, Brian. Um, we're playing a game of splaining, and Evan said methane for a popular lake. <laughs> yeah. That's not right, right? Let's move on. So, oh. um, yeah. So, anyway, apparently in millions of years, I don't know, tens and hundreds of millions of years, Titan 
if thing if the sun starts killing off like the like once the sun becomes a red dwarf and like explodes basically yep. and like Mercury dies, Venus dies, Earth dies, Titan is like looking good for life. How? Because it's so similar to Earth now that once the sun is closer and like the heat is more intense on Titan, the methane starts to burn off. Oh. And then it becomes like it's already got mountains, it's already got water. Will it will it have enough time? Because like it took millions of years for... Time for us to go there? No 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 no. Oh. I mean from the moment the sun oh, starts. Oh yeah. It'll take hundreds of millions of years for the sun to become nothing. It'll be a red dwarf for millennia. Oh really? Yeah. I thought once that process started and it started devouring planets, we'll call it. Um, that, excuse me, that would be a fairly quick process. No, it should take a long time. Mm. Uh, third place, we've got Callisto, which is just another moon of Jupiter, mm-hmm. uh, followed by Io, Jupiter's volcanic world. Here for it. Io has 400 active volcanoes. Plumes of sulfur rise as high as 500 kilometers in the sky and more than 100 mountains higher than Mount Everest. Go on. That's one of the moons on Jupiter. Why are we doing that today? Anyway, <sighs> solid, like solid fifth place, we have our moon, referred to as Moon. <laughs> because, <laughs> because at the time it was named, everyone thought it was the only moon. But then in 1610, Galileo Galilei, Galileo was, uh, discovered four moons orbiting Jupiter, and we were like, we'll have to name them because moon's already taken. So, Io. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, the best theory of the origin of the moon, which this I had no idea, you might have known, um, suggests that a Mars sized body, like asteroid, basically collided with Earth. Do you already know this? Yep. Oh, I didn't know. About 4.5 billion years ago, the debris from Earth and that body accumulated to form the moon. The moon was a molten state at first, but after about 100 million years, most of the magma ocean had crystallized with the less, less dense rock floating upward and creating what we call the lunar crust. Ooh. That's why we call it the lunar crust. Yeah, that is why we call it that. Like most moons, <laughs> our moon is tidally locked to its parent planet, meaning that the same side is always facing the Earth. The moon does have its own... Wait, 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 wait. one more time? The same side is always facing the Earth. So it doesn't have its own rotational axis as it rotates around us? The same side is always facing us? Correct. Oh, that's where the expression the dark side of the moon comes from. Exactly. I just figured this is going to sound very stupid. It was the dark side to us, but somewhere else on the earth you could see the other side? Exactly. No. So like the classic, you know, oh, what's on the, the earth? The earth can't then... be on both sides. The moon isn't on both sides of the earth. No, I understand that. Right. But as it's rotating. No. But as it's rotating and it comes across, we'll say, just like North America where that expression, I guess, is popular. Mm-hmm. It happens to hit the same spot every time it crosses us, but then we'll re-rotate and hit the other side of the moon as it crosses the other side of the Earth. Yeah, I don't know how it works, because I'm sort of confused by it as well, because I do think the Earth rotates, but it's tidally locked. No, no, like... no. So that just means as the Earth rotates, it rotates with the Earth. So yeah, well, oh, yeah, a... yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rotating, but it's also revolving. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's yes, the thing. Yes. Okay. Um, the moon. We science. <laughs> the moon does have its own internal heat source, which oh. I never thought about before. But like, obviously, it does because otherwise it would be a giant ball of ice. Like, if there was no heat source, it would. Well, if there was water, it'd be ice. Well, it would be frozen. Like, whether it was it all be, it water or not, it could be a rock. Yeah, but like, if there was no heat source, it wouldn't just be a rock. It would be like a nutting 
because it would be frozen entirely. Even if it's rock, the rock would be frozen. But in order for there to be something to be frozen, there has to be water particles. Ice is a... Well, point being, there's a heat source in the moon <laughs> that I didn't know about. There's heat on the moon? It's derived primarily from the decay of radioactive elements. Like what? Radioactive elements. Yeah. They're decaying inside the core. Yeah. That's intense. The moon is located 353,632 kilometers from Earth. As I started saying that, I forgot how to say numbers. <laughs> it's like 353632. Three, um, that's how far. So uh, 350 kilo- 350,000 kilometers from Earth. So it's about from here to Port of Basque, like three times. Nice. A year on the moon is 27 Earth days. Um, it is the only place beyond Earth where humans have set foot. Just like, yeah, right. Like, obviously that's true, but I like when I saw it right now, I was like, right, that is true. Yeah. Cool. The largest and brightest object in the night sky, the moon makes Earth a more livable planet by helping control how much Earth wobbles on its axis, helping stabilize our climate. Hmm. Weebles wobbles, but they don't fall down. (laughs) (laughs) How many... Oh, yeah. So this got me to just thinking like, okay, so like the way that this giant thing smashed into Earth and created whatever... And then the Earth, or then the Moon stabilized at whatever distance from Earth it stabilized. Like, how many million things happened to get us to us sitting in this room right now? Oh man! Like, insane. Yeah. All chance. Yeah. So it's like I do believe there is life elsewhere in the universe. Yeah. But like, I don't think there's a lot because I think the the chances of what happened with Earth are are the result of so many insane calculations. Yep. yep. You know? Oh, 100%. It's wild. Yep. Anyway, um, so if you want to do a scale size comparison, if Earth is a nickel, the moon is a pea. Wow. Yep. I mean, for some reason, one of those examples is like more 3D than the other. Like, So like it's a flat Earth theory or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like an almost flat Earth theory? Yeah. The Earth has been visited by, or the Earth, the moon has been visited by 24 humans to date. 12 have walked on the surface. It's like the other dozen waited in the car. <laughs> Didn't want to get out. No, I'll wait. You go in. I'll yeah. wait here. Um, the last human who visited the moon, guess what year it was in? Uh, I'm going to say 87. 72. Nice. Yeah, it's like, I was sort of delighted to hear that. I was like, let's not waste time continuously going to the moon. Mm-hmm. Because we've it's been very there, dangerous. done that. It's very dangerous. It's dangerous, and it's like, we're not finding anything. No. Um, NASA is currently planning, though, to get the first woman, and because no woman has been on the moon, and another man on the moon, with their Artemis program. But not just pop by and bring home some rocks. They want to develop a sustainable human presence on the moon in order to further explore Mars and deep space. Just to kind of get a little bit further. Like yeah, a if you start from the moon, well, you know, yeah, your checkpoint, exactly. So then tides. High tides and low tides are caused by the moon. Yeah. The moon's gravitational pull generates something called tidal force. Again, like just the exact distance that the moon happens to be. Yeah. The tidal forces cause Earth and its water to bulge out on the side closest to the moon and the side farthest from the moon. It just squishes the Earth slightly. Yeah. It's crazy. These bulges of water are high tides. Like the water is actually like sucked by gravity towards the moon. Mm-hmm. Earth, uh, each region of Earth passes through both of these bulges each day. When you're in one of the bulges, you experience high tide. When you're not in one of the bulges, you experience low tide. Duh. The cycle of two high tides and two low tides occurs most days on most of the coastlines of the world. 
One thing to note, however, is that this is just an explanation of the tidal force, not the actual tides. In real life, the Earth isn't a global ocean covered in an even layer of water. No. There are seven continents, and that land gets in the way of the tides. The continents prevent the water from perfectly following the moon's pool. That's why in some places the difference between high and low tide isn't very big, and in other places the difference is drastic. Which is like, I think I get that point, but like as I'm reading, I'm like, do I understand that? Doesn't matter. Copy and paste, moving on. Fun (laughs) fact. The sun causes tides too. Although they are somewhat smaller, referred to as solar tides. Which kind of makes sense because the sun has its own gravitational pull, i.e. the earth travels around the sun. Yeah. When the Earth, Moon, and Sun line up, which happens at times of full moon or new moon, so twice a month, the lunar and solar tides reinforce each other, leading to more extreme tides, called spring tides. When lunar and solar tides act against each other, the result is usually or unusually small tides, called neap tides. Neap. Neap. Uh, but to clarify, it's not only gravity that um, from the moon and sun that control tides. Wind and weather patterns also can affect water level. Sure. As we learned, high-pressure weather systems mm-hmm. can push down sea levels, yeah. leading to lower tides. Low-pressure systems brought on by strong winds and hurricanes can cause tides that are much higher than predicted. Indeed. So then we have our lunar phases. Oh. Contrary to some belief, I won't say popular belief, but like less likely than popular belief, <laughs> our moon doesn't shine. Like people who study the moon. Right. <laughs> Uh, our moon does not shine. No. It reflects. Yes. Some people don't get that, I guess. No. Just like daytime for us, the earth doesn't shine. It reflects the sun's light. The moon is just the same thing. When sunlight hits the far side of the moon or the dark side of the moon, the side we can't see, it's called a new moon, which is when we see like none of the moon, basically. Sure. When the light reflects off the near side of the moon, closest to us, we call it a full moon because we can see the whole moon. The rest of each month, we see parts of the near side of the moon, known as phases. There are eight in total in this order. New moon, waxing crescent. First quarter, waxing gibbous. Full moon, waning gibbous. Third quarter, and waning crescent. (laughs) My God, I grew up on waning crescent. I was going to say, they sound like Uh, streets down Count Heights. (laughs) um, The cycle repeats monthly, or every 29.5 days to be exact. Go on. Which also made me go like, moon cycles, menstrual cycles, similar lengths, What's going on there? Hmm. Maybe related? We're not the ones who should be talking about this. We no. should get a woman on the moon to find out. We should get a woman on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, when the moon and sun are on opposite sides of the Earth, like an Earth sandwich, we get a lunar eclipse. With me? Yes. You're about to take your shirt off? No. Okay. Um, during some <laughs> stages of the lunar eclipse, <laughs> lunar eclipse, baby! <laughs> <laughs> During some stages of the lunar eclipse, the moon can appear reddish, which happens because the only remaining sunlight reaching the moon is around the edges of the Earth. Mm. So when you see that red or yellow moon, you're actually seeing the reflection of every sunrise and sunset happening on Earth at that moment. Right? That's actually pretty crazy. Sunrise, sunset, sunrise, sunset. So the whole thing with full moons, you sort of went into a little bit with werewolves. Turns out Evan's theory about full moons is a common theory. Not so much that he came up with this on his own, apparently. No. That the, well, you know, the, the that. whole gravitational pull of the moon affects the water in the oceans. We're 70% water. Why wouldn't it affect us? Mm. It's like the reason most believers believe that that's what it is. Yeah. I wonder if people sit up just a little taller. What? Like 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 the, the, the moon's pulling on you. So you're just a little upright. Oh, okay. Little, yeah, like, sure. Upright. Yeah. Uh, scientists say there's no correlation zero Um, for every study saying patients in psychiatric hospitals which I referenced act out during full moons there's another clinic somewhere with reports going 
they act out less. Yeah. So it's just whatever you take your information from. Hashtag fake news. And also, this is my thought. If my theory, and apparently everyone else's theory, is true, why would it affect some people more than others? Like, we've all got the same amount of water in us, presumably. Presumably. So, like, why would... Like, if, if the moon's gravity affected the water in us, yeah. it would affect everybody's water. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like you're more hydrated today. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were like, I'm going to do a good thing today. I'm going to be healthy. And you're like, damn it. The moon is out. No. Yeah. But also like, not that I believe in horoscopes, but like <laughs> to further expand my theory into more bullshit. I was going to say. Like, let me throw a wrench in this. Yeah. Like, I'm not affected by a full moon. Tiffany is affected by a full moon. Sure. I'm Aries, which is a fire sign. Mm. Tiffany's cancer, which is a water sign. Oh, yeah. So, like, something there. There's something probably there, not, buddy. But no, there's something there. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But given the science, why are there so many emergency room personnel or police that swear by this being the truth? Like, like uh, frontline workers swear by <laughs> the full moon making a difference. Well, an article posted in the Journal of Affective Disorders... Um, in, starring Jeff Sims in 1999 uh, suggested that years ago the brightness of the full moon caused sleep deprivation which may have worsened existed mental disorders once electric lights were invented this effect was obviously negated because it's like it's there's light. light all the time yeah. yeah but the correlation had already been associated for so many Yes. So that's possible. As well, like some would say, like once it started, it's just confirmation bias. Yes. So I like, think that's more. Right? You yeah. see people act crazy during a full moon. Every crazy thing you see, oh, it's the full moon. It's like, yes. never mind the other 29 days of the month yep. that aren't a full moon and people are going nuts. Yeah. Well, that's that's just because they're on the drugs. Yeah. Well, but on the 30th day, drugs are not just a full moon today. No. So I was telling Tiffany's dad, Paul, about this the other day. Oh, well, last night we were at his house for supper and I was like sitting there doing my research. Not during the meal, because that would be rude. Very rude. But previous to the meal. Anyway, turns out Paul knows a lot about space. And I knew Paul loved space. Like, his favorite movie ever is Contact, and like, all of those space movies. <laughs> he was like, oh, you're doing the moon, are you? And he told me this information that I told you about EO. The, and, oh, really? And also, the and also Titan. He told me all that. Go and on. I, I, I checked it to make sure it was true. It was all true. Go on. Um, he was like, so I suppose you're going to be talking about the new discovery on the moon. I was like. Um, he's like, you don't have anything near but the new discovery of the moon, do you? I was like, no, I, I don't. He's like, so anyway, they, and I, when he told me, I was like, I thought that was old news. There's water on the moon. They found water on the moon, basically, or ice. I thought that was like years ago. Why didn't you correct me when I was saying there would have to be water in order to be frozen? And you were like, no, there's no water. Well, no, not that there's no water, but I was just talking about like the whole thing about the internal heat, heat and whatever. Sure, like, yeah, okay, all yeah. right. Uh, but, they um, found water on the moon. Yeah, or ice or whatever, but ice in places that there shouldn't be ice because it still gets sun, the sun's light. It's not like a little hole that the sun can't reach. It's a place where the sun's light does reach and there's still ice there, meaning that there's water is able to form in certain places. Yeah. Right? Okay. So um, I thought this was old news, but apparently it's October 2016. Or uh, Sorry, what am I talking about? What year is this? October 2020. I don't know. So like last like month. So like three and a half weeks ago. Nope. Yeah. Yes. No. October 9, 2019? I can't remember. I think it's October 20. Okay, do no. you take 20 seconds and Google this information? I think it's 2020. Moving okay, forward. that's like three and a half weeks ago. Yeah, I think it is. Because it's new information. Well, October 2020 was literally th like two, three and a half weeks ago. Yeah, I think it was this past month. They just they, Yeah, it was. Because I remember seeing NASA's going to announce blah, 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 blah. Anyway, that's what it was. Director of Astrophysics Division at NASA was quoted saying, We had indications that H2O might be present on the sunlit side of the moon. Now we know it is there. 
This discovery challenges our understanding of the lunar surface and raises intriguing questions about resources relevant for deep space exploration. Ooh. Water is a precious, precious resource in deep space and a key ingredient of life as we know it. So whether um, the water that Sophia found is easily accessible. Sophia is like the... I'll tell you about Sophia in a second. What a woman. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> um, we'll have to have her on the podcast. Course, yeah. yeah. Um, is easily accessible to use as a resource remains to be determined. So who is Sophia? Stratospheric Observatory for Infrared Astronomy. Oh, Sophia, there it is. Or Sophia is a modified Boeing 747SP jet liner with a 106-inch diameter telescope. It looks like a super cool passenger plane. Like This looks like a plane you take to Florida with like a bit of upgrades. It flies at 45,000 feet, so like higher than most planes. Using its faint object infrared camera, or forecast, Sophia was able to pick up the specific wavelength, there's that word again, unique to water molecules. Who comes up with it? (sighs) So if they can find a way to harvest the water on the moon, it will be crucial for deep space travel. Water is the resource that takes up so much room and weight during space voyage because, like, you know, humans need water to survive. True. As per my last topic. One of the nutrients. So if we can basically refuel the water on the moon and not have to take it with us and then take off again from the moon, Mm -hmm. much better chance to get to Mars or sending manned missions elsewhere. There's something about hydrogen, obviously, hydrogen and oxygen and the ability to make combustion that could also be utilized for fuel. Yeah, probably. fuel is a big thing that they're worried about as well. Yeah. Because fuel takes up a lot of uh, weight. Yeah. Yeah, it's so probably if could, true. If you could take like water and be like, you know, turn water into fuel. Or wine, even. Yeah. Um, okay, so to end this, I have for you, because I also want to do something fun. Games. I followed the Jeff Sims protocol. I did a 10 true or false questions. Oh, fun. So, number one. The Sea of Tranquility, the Sea of Fertility, and the Sea of Crises are just three of the dried up lava oceans on the moon. False. True. Damn it. One for me. Uh, It was these English translations of the Latin lunar seas that inspired the great big sea hit Sea of No Cares about the carefree life of a man living on the moon. False. False. Yeah. Fully made up. Yeah. Um, Well done, though. I was like, I was like, man. That seems a Fertility deep. crises, no cares. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a great big sea, but I was like, yeah. nope, he's talking about the seas living in Newfoundland. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Roman in the Roman tradition, Luna is the goddess of the moon. The goddess of the moon in the Greek tradition is Selene, as in Dion, but spelled differently. Thank you. Oh shit. That was a question. Yeah. Um I'm going to say. So Luna is the goddess of the moon in Roman. That's fact. But the goddess of the moon in the Greek tradition is Selene, as in Dion, spelled differently. That's the part you have to dispute. Okay. Or not. I'm going to say false, because Selene, I know, is spelled with a C for the famous singer. I said spelled differently, though. I know. Okay. The only other way you'd spell Selene would be with an S. Correct. Which kind of sounds like solar, which kind of sounds like sun. Moon is like N and M. I'm going to say false. I'm going to say false. It's true. Okay, well, we can cut that explanation. S-E-L-E-N-E. Selene. Okay, well, cool. Uh, so, okay. The lunar flag placed by Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin fell over the second they took off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm 
I'm gonna say uh, false because it's no- true. No, <laughs> it's true. They put a flag as soon as they took off and fell over. <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, it's still there. Fell it over. That is great. Yep. Uh, good. Okay, so you're doing horribly, which makes me feel good. Well, what am I out of ten? One out of five. No, one out of four so far. Okay, so I gotta get these next five correct. Right. If you connected the intestines of every person on the planet Earth in 1983, it would equal the distance to the moon, give or take 25 miles. True. False. Made that up entirely. Oh, wow. I was sitting last night in rehearsal going like, what can I make up? And I was like, if I give a year, he's going to go, well, Jesus, a specific year. It must be true. Like, that's how many people were on the earth at that time. Uh-huh. Nope. Entire bullshit. Um, okay. After, <laughs> a, after Apollo 8's 10 revolutions around the moon, it was time to come home. On Christmas morning, Mission Control waited anxiously for word that Apollo's 8 engine burn to leave lunar orbit had worked. They soon got confirmation when one of the crew radioed, Roger, please be informed, there is a Santa Claus. Just read that last sentence? Not uh, the rod, like the one before the Roger, there is a Santa Claus. Uh, Christmas morning, Mission Control were waiting for Apollo 8's engine to burn to leave lunar orbit had okay. worked. Yeah, yeah, true. It is true. Because remember I told you they read Genesis on the Christmas Day in whatever year that was? Yeah, 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 yeah. that is true. That's what they said. There is a Santa Claus. Um, the moon is moving approximately 3.8 centimeters away from our planet every year. True. It is true. Because I guess the sun is obviously stronger than the, the Earth's gravitational pull. So naturally, the the moon is going to want to pull closer yeah. to the sun than it will be to the Earth. I guess so. But then why wouldn't it also be pulling the Earth closer? Why is only the moon moving away? Well, because the Earth has its own rotational pull as well. Mm, okay. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Screw you. I got the answer right. You did. Um, once every 70 years, a phenomenon fit for the Star Wars saga takes place in the Gobi Desert. Due to the precise placement of the moon, angle of the sun, and extreme heat on the desert floor, a mirage can be seen for almost the entire month of June, making it appear like there are two moons in the sky. So, like... No. False. Sure. Damn it. No, it is false. Okay. <laughs> Peter Andrew made that one up. Good for you. Yeah. He was really happy. I, he sent it to me. He was like, because I was like, come up with something. I was asking everybody at rehearsal last night. That's hilarious. And Miranda was like, ask Peter Andrew. And I was like, I will. And he sent me that. I was like, buddy, that's good. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I would have known about it, though, if it was a real thing. But it, because it was a mirage, I was like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like, it's not real, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, the moon experiences earthquakes called moonquakes. I'm going to say true. True. Nice. Uh, frequently. Uh, the surface of the moon is a vacuum, and therefore, if you are standing on the moon, there is literally no sound. Correct. True. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's just space. That has nothing to do with the moon. It's I know, but like, cool. Well, it's no, but very not, cool. But it's not all space, though. If there's a significant atmosphere. Oh, the, true, true, right, true, true. But the true. moon doesn't have like any no. atmosphere to speak of. No, exactly. Um, yeah, I knew you'd get that one, but I was just like, it's just a cool it's fact. It's a really cool fact. Yeah. Just yeah. like, you know, when they were walking around on the moon and we hear them go, yeah. each of them couldn't hear each other. You sent me the video of them being fast forwarded, right? 
great. Yeah, it's really good. If you guys have the time, go watch the YouTube video of them up first landing on the moon and then walking around, but it's fast forward. It's so funny. And they're just flopping around everywhere. They're trying to walk and bounce. But and they God, just, they're like a fish out of water. Honest to God. They're yeah. like a person so out four of the So four out of ten you got? Which I think is what I got on your episode. No, I just got the last five correct. You did not. I did. We're going to add them up. You got ten, you got right. Yep, nine. Moonquakes, you got right. Eight, you got right. Um, seven, I got seven, right. you got right. Six, six I got you got right. right. Is that five? That's ten, nine, eight, seven. That's five just straight out the gate. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got six out of ten. Yeah, eat it. <laughs> That's a freaking old C compared to your F. False. I did get a six out of ten right. <laughs> What a fun little game. Yeah, it is a fun game. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are. And here we are again, Jeff. Again. Uh, so, episode 28, another great one. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> another great one, if I do say so myself. Yes, which I will. Um, yeah, so as always, uh, please go to our Facebook and Instagram page and like, share, and comment. Tell us all there is you'd like to tell us. And when Jeff says, as always, he means as never, because no one ever does this. Fact. But it'd be nice if you did. We would appreciate it, if yeah. nothing else. Rate and review, you know, all that stuff that you're not going to listen to anyway. You're going to skip all this, so who cares? Um, you know, if you want to send in a, in a topic, we'll do it. We've proven it. Yes, we have. Penny, part of that one was for you. Miss Late, enjoy. Who? Miss Late, it's Penny Late. Oh, I don't know. Penny Late is in our hymns and in our podcast. Um, who's kidding who? She stopped listening ages ago. Yes, but her, her partner Matt listens to it pretty religiously. Well, he can let her know. Matt, let Penny know that, that we-, we disapprove of her stopping to listen. Which we've actually, it's all... To be honest, I don't even know if she actively started listening, so... She just wanted her own thoughts on the airwaves. Correct. Okay, well, very good, Penny. How rude. Yep. Mm. Um, You know, if you hold up a penny and a pea, (laughs) similar to the moon and the earth, (laughs) speaking of. um, So, if you want to send in something, whatever, it can be a picture of you making muffins. It can be a picture of you eating muffins. It could be a picture of a muffin. Send it to us at info.splaining at gmail.com. I broke Jeff. We we hope you learned something this week. And if you didn't, we're going to eat popcorn now. Regardless. <laughs> we're going to go <laughs> I've been staring at the last two minutes. <laughs> also, there's always next week. Mm-hmm. See you later. <laughs> I found the magic school bus. Magic school bus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time. Every single time. So good. Come on, the magic school bus.